Blue lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call, and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, Justice for All. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and for the second episode in a row, we're not talking about Better Call Saul. Uh, but we will be talking about Better Call Saul because it's coming back uh, this month. Uh, and we have several episodes uh, leading up to that. The first of which is this one covering the Breaking Bad, would you say follow-up? Uh, follow-up? Uh, it's not a sequel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Postscript. Uh, El Camino. And if we could introduce ourselves going around to the right. Uh, hi, my name is Michael Henley, but you can call me that... <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm Samantha Russell. <laughs> hey, I'm Brian Craig. Cool. The other episodes we have coming up are a recap episode, uh, which will be out in a few weeks. Uh, kind of where we leave off with uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, and then we're going to do, for I think the first time, we do it for our other podcasts, but an episode where we make predictions for things that are going to happen in the coming season. These can uh, range from actual plot things or they can be ridiculously um, thought up uh, ideas or things that you that may or may not happen. And we put uh, money down on this, and right? There's uh, sure, uh, <laughs> yeah, we haven't. But uh, we'll give you the lines. We'll give you the line. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Get, the, get the biggest odds. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's always a lot of fun. It is a contest, uh, and and if anybody's listening, uh, the deal is you can email us your uh, predictions as well and be in the running for uh, an audience um, uh, contest as well. Uh, possibly for a uh, for that book that he released, or a, a nice mm-hmm. uh, hat, uh, or shirt, some article of clothing, something made of paper, I don't know. Anywho, uh, we're here to talk about El Camino. So I want to know, what was it about? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> uh, what are your first impressions of, uh, of El Camino? How many years was it between... Breaking Bad ending and El Camino. Was it 2013 that the show ended? I feel like it was a little later than that. It feels later than that. I don't know. 2015, I'm going to say. I think it ended. So maybe, yeah, so four four years. I think think that's when it ended. Okay. So Uh, you didn't tell us to research that. No. Uh, Yeah, and this, this, just so everybody, uh, full disclosure, uh, the interaction that you just heard is probably how the rest of the podcast will also go. Um, where there are hard facts that we can know and chose not to. Uh, <laughs> I could have looked this up all day. Um, but it's fun for us, and we hope it is for you as well. Uh, so it's been several years uh, since the uh, end of Breaking Bad. Uh, we're jumping back into things. So what are your first impressions of the epi- of the movie, <laughs> I should say? <laughs> Michael? Um, I, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, I it's uh, I, I enjoyed it for a couple of reasons that I kind of want to talk about when we get later uh, into the into the movie itself as we're p- kind of picking it apart. Um, but I mean, just on the surface of it, I always really enjoy stories that are about people who are on the run. You know, that that that, that paranoia, basically, sure. uh, especially if they're either innocent people or people who the law is probably not going to give the shake to them that we really want them to. Like sure. we, we want them to get away on some level like we do with Jesse. Um, Aaron Paul is terrific in this mm-hmm. movie. He's really good. And he he's, was. he's the whole show here in a way that he wasn't in breaking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, or need for speed or, 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 <laughs> or the classic that is need for speed. <laughs> 
I I thought it was incredibly suspenseful. It was very compelling, uh, really well directed. And this does not feel like a TV movie to me. This felt like a movie. Um, really, really some striking uh, shot choices. Vince Gilligan has really matured as a director um, just over the years on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and now this. It's got a lot of things swirling about it, but given the fact that it's a, you know, it's a couple years after Breaking Bad and there's kind of a part of you that might, might want to go, well, why now? Like, why this? Hmm. What is this movie doing? And I have some thoughts on that that I kind of want to get into maybe a little bit later. Just, sure. Um, I, I really liked it a lot. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> Great. So, Lucky that I'm here. <laughs> I, I also very much enjoyed it. I thought it was um, both satisfying, but yet not terribly predictable. Like a lot of things that come back later just seem like they fall into the, the tropes that they used to do or they what they think the audience wants to see and i mm-hmm. felt like this i wasn't i wasn't quite sure what was going to happen mm-hmm. and i i very much enjoyed it and it really felt like kind of running into an old like college roommate where you're like oh my god breaking bad you look so good let's go hang out and yeah. you like you just kind of you get right back into the swing of things and you can't remember why yeah. why you don't hang out anymore yeah and i feel like um i mean i don't know if this is going too far into the the Movie, I mean, because, but the, I I like that on paper, this ends the same way Breaking Bad ends, Mm -hmm. but in more of a lighthearted way that, I don't know, like, because just Jesse driving off is, you know, I don't know. So that's that's that. (laughs) Yeah, so um, here's my take on it. They did. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I liked it. Uh, But I think they did a fine job. And making a thing that didn't need to exist. Uh, the thing they did the best. And this is... A, I'm going to phrase it in a way that sounds a little mean, but it's a compliment. <laughs> they The best thing about this movie is they didn't screw it up. Because it could have very easily uh, ruined the legacy. Just taken into it a way that's corny. Mm-hmm. Or too... I mean, it was very fan servicey. Um, At times, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, their demographic is the fans. I don't know that anybody watched this that wasn't already a Breaking Bad fan. What's your, like your target demographic? Yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad fans between the ages of zero <laughs> and 100. Yeah. Possibly uh, people who really saw Need, need for Speed. <laughs> yeah. like, I want to see more of that actor. Yeah. So, I mean, they did a fine job. I It certainly wasn't disappointing, and it could have been. Uh, and that's the greatest thing that it did, was mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. be disappointing. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I mean, they did a fine job. I also felt like I didn't even know about it until it was like, "Hey, there's a Breaking Bad movie this Friday," yeah. and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Like, so I, there was no sort of anticipation for me trying to build up what I thought it was. It was yeah. just mm. happening. That was and definitely then, on purpose. And I think that because like a lot of things, like I, like the Deadwood movie, they kept kind of going, "We're gonna do a movie. We're gonna do a movie." Okay, Ten years. all right. Well, let's talk to you in a couple of years. No, we're gonna do it. And you're like, "All right. Well, what does this mean?" And I feel like that sort of surprise was nice. Yeah, I agree with all that. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I will say that um, it felt, uh, like Sam, you just mentioned Deadwood, uh, and you had talked about how we just got right back into that world, revisiting old college friends. It felt very much like the Deadwood movie in that way, or the Deadwood movie uh, felt very much like that in that way, just kind of jumping back into things, uh, getting to know these, these characters. It also had a feel, and this may be a too deep of a cut, um, but did anybody watch the um, uh, 
uh, Justice League cartoon mm-hmm. now? Okay. Well, there's an episode of of that. Uh, I will continue this. Regardless, <laughs> like everyone said no, but I'm going in. I'm sure there's somebody uh, listening right now. Yeah. There was an episode of the Justice League where they're fighting a huge monster or whatever it is. I can't remember what the deal was. Uh, and there's this character called Booster Gold. Uh, and Booster Gold is off on. He, they're like, just get the fuck out of here. We don't want anything to do with you for now. Like, hold down the fort. We'll handle this. So he goes, and of course, he has his own adventure. Um, and then meets back up with. Um, once you check it back in with the Justice League, they're like, what you, what you, how was your day? Kind of thing. And they're like, eh, not so bad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, was, it felt like that in, in a way. Um, yeah, I think Michael, uh, Sam, and Brian pretty much covered anything that I, in addition to that, that I would say. Um, uh, Should have started with your own take and then gone around the room. Nah, yeah, yeah, I'm a gracious yeah. host. I'm a gracious. <laughs> I'm a generous host. Um, okay, so let's jump into things just a bit. Uh, where in the Breaking Bad timeline does El Camino exist? Well, that's an interesting question because technically it does hop around at least just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, this <laughs> takes place immediately after, like immediately after Within the like, end yeah, of the two final days of, of the final Breaking mm-hmm. finale. Okay, Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, again, with flashbacks right. to seasons of Breaking Bad. Yeah, because yes. in the movie, they also, and you all can correct me if I'm wrong, because I have not rewatched this uh, since it was first dropped. Uh, they do confirm that Walt has died. Yes. yes. Right? It's on the news. And that was unconfirmed until this movie. Is that right? I mean, like, yeah. by in, in, internet nerds. Well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Like, well, he could have been <laughs> Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's one of those mysteries I've never fully understood right. because, yeah. yeah, internet nerds have said that, but it's like, well, maybe he survived. I'm yeah. like, yeah. well, maybe a spaceship came yeah. down, too, yeah. but I don't think that's what happened I didn't. I didn't see the EMT come in and go, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. People are still, <laughs> waiting, for, uh, people are still yeah. waiting for Stannis Baratheon <laughs> to show up and reclaim the throne because he wasn't killed on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spoiler alerts for uh, Game of Thrones Who knows people. what's going um, on? Mm-hmm. But if you are watching Game of Thrones for the first time, check out Stark Raven Man, <laughs> a Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> and for that matter, Can Peaches, a Deadwood podcast. Yeah. All right. What are some things that you like, that really like uh, hit with you uh, in El Camino? Well, I mean, uh, I mentioned, uh, you know, we were talking about Aaron Paul, basically, who's mm-hmm. just, he's he's really extraordinary in this, just with the the amount of things he goes through, it's kind of a, um, he, he's really good at looking weathered and tired and desperate yeah. and, 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 and sad and tortured and, and, and guilty. But at the same time, he's so sympathetic that yeah. you're with him every step of the way as all he wants to do is just get away. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy how this movie kind of reverse engineered... I don't know, like the ending you might suspect for Jesse, where it's basically just like, well, he got out of the car and did this and whatnot, basically, and then he made it and he's fine, basically. And this movie kind of does the hard work of just like, well, it wasn't quite that easy. You know, there were there were things that happened. Yeah. And that was a thing that I watching the end of Breaking Bad that always sort of troubled me where I was like, he's got nothing to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. just driving off. And that's yes. always sort of bothered me where I'm like, he's got no money. His parents hate him. Where, where his the hell head, is heads are falling? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, where is he going to go? What is he going to do? And, and, and the last shot of him breaking bad is him like screaming yeah. as he floors the, the, the gas on the, and you're like that, this boy is never going to be right ever yeah. again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definite, uh, threads of, um, PTSD. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, Sam, anything that uh, that really hits with you? Uh, I just, I really enjoyed the way it was shot 
which was very, you know, just the, the, the Vince Gilligan sort mm-hmm. of style that, that the whole uh, montage of him going through the apartment mm-hmm. and then the over mm-hmm. overhead shot oh, where you so see good. him all moving around. It's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. And um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know that might right. be what I have right now. Yeah, uh, that the signature Vince Gilligan overhead uh, Todd's apartment shot was terrific. I really enjoyed how they brought... Uh, Skinny Pete back and gave him such like a meaty role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he was like an integral part of bringing Jesse back to reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it didn't feel. I felt like this way about pretty much all the cameos, which the movie mm-hmm. has a lot of cameos. Mm-hmm. It does, and I feel like. I mean, you can debate maybe one or two of them, but I think for the most part they showed a really a good amount of restraint, and it never yeah. felt like they were bringing someone back. You know, just, just to be like, say, you know, who the audience yeah. would like to see. Skinny Pete, you know, yeah. it's it's more just they write an entire sequence about Skinny Pete and ba- Badger, and mm-hmm. they make you miss them, they make you happy to see them, and they make them important to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah Skinny really Pete gave is so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was yeah. really good. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he has one of my favorite lines in the movie, which is which is uh, you're like my hero and shit. <laughs> and, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always wanted an El Camino, and that's church. It's <laughs> church. Um, yeah, it's very ride or die yeah. for, for Jesse. Yeah. It's very nice. Uh, and yeah, Skinny Pete. Um, so nice. All right, so Jesse is he's driving. What are the obstacles that get in his way between the beginning? What's the story of this movie? <laughs> uh, I noticed you have no notes there. <laughs> if you were to, I don't know, to recap a, like a movie, how would you do it? <laughs> Um, Starting from the beginning and then, you know, the middle part. Okay. So we spend a lot of time with uh, Meth Damon. Mm -hmm. Yes, Meth Damon. Yes. Uh, Todd. Why do you think they chose Todd? Like, of all the people, uh, to kind of help anchor this movie, why him? Well, hmm. I mean, we spent a good chunk of time with him. Basically. For sure, we don't. I mean, yeah. it, there's there's a whole sequence. I mean, Jesse Plemons is really good in the role. He's he's just delightful, and he just kind of slips right back into it like it's a comfortable pair of shoes. How do you um, how do how does he do it? Where he's a fucking psychopath, mm-hmm. yeah, but you like him, like well, uh, he, or yeah, I like he's, him. Yeah, he's yeah. more he's more of a social psychopath like a like yeah. a sociopath yeah. and i feel like yeah. he's the he's more of a sociopath than any of the others in that group mm-hmm. and i think that's why like because he kind of wants to be friends in a way with jesse because i do remember him like giving him ice cream and stuff and breaking mm-hmm. bad when he's yeah. you know trapped in this in this cage mm-hmm. and like he always tried to like be a buddy with him and i think mm-hmm. that's why it was so important to have him back again because the rest of the the characters in that scenario were not as Trying to have a connection with Jesse. Sure. Yeah, he wasn't evil for the sake of evil. Uh, he was evil just as, like, it was his nature of the sociopathy that we're giving, mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to put a, a label on it. Like, all of the other Nazi guys were, car- like, cartoon characters. They were all mm-hmm. caricatures. Yeah. He such a weird character, because he's, like, chummy. He's a chummy guy, mm-hmm. and he's offering you soup. Yeah, <laughs> while like, you're cleaning up the dead, dead body, the dead body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of someone he murdered because she saw. It's a real shame she had she had to die. Uh, like he, 
Because he's always about doing his, like, doing what he thinks is his job, sort of. But then also, he's kind of a people pleaser where he just, he wants these people to like him. He wanted Jesse Jesse and Walt to like him. And that's why he does the things he does. It's not just that he makes soup. It's that he names the soup as he's trying to pick the best one for Jesse. Like, ooh, cream of chicken, chicken noodle. Beef and bacon. Yeah. You know? Like, he also does that with like a pizza too, right? Like, oh, yeah, pizza? in the yeah, desert. Yeah. Pepperoni. Yes. Pepperoni. Yeah. Okay, classic. Classic. <laughs> uh-huh. Meanwhile, Jesse's having this like meltdown, like going, I, I, should I shoot him? I, am yeah. I powerless? Yeah. I don't know. And like he's sitting there freaking talking about mm-hmm. pepperoni pizza. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse, give me the gun. Yeah. yeah. Just give me we the gun, Jesse. You're going to have pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, there's this one moment in the movie that I think just sums him up so well, which is that it's uh, when he's uh, he and Jesse are driving uh, after the, uh, the, the 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 our apartment sequence, basically when they're bringing the body out to the desert and like a like a semi like passes by and he like does the like. Like a little kid. Yeah, yeah, like a little kid. And like there's a lot of ways that like a movie with like starring a sociopath would do that moment where it's just like get it? It's like ironic or like what a weird guy he is. Yeah. And it's not not that, but it's more just like he genuinely believes it. He yeah. genuinely wants him to honk the horn. Yeah. You know? like, he's and 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 like and and there's just a flicker of just like oh I didn't do it. Okay. Oh, you know? Damn. Yeah. Well, maybe oh, next well, time. Maybe next time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the simple powerfully violent person mm-hmm. but he's so simple that you there's a certain sweetness that's hard to I mean it's hard to be mad at that sweetness mm-hmm. half of him yeah. uh, and there would be a like the honking of the horn thing is a moment where yes he absolutely wanted that to happen for his own enjoyment mm-hmm. but on the other side, if that if you're on the if you're the chain puller or the hunk the horn hunker, um, and you're asked by cops, did you see anything? You'd be like, no, no, yeah, because that does, doesn't like why would somebody who's going to the desert to bury a body be like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, just yeah. like an act casual Nothing kind suspicious. of kind of thing. But then he kills his uh, uh, housekeeper, I think it was, uh, for finding his money. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hidden in his world book encyclopedias. Yeah. Under M. <laughs> Under M, Cash presumably, for yeah. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> what his uncle said, always have cash on hands. Uh, and that's an interesting <laughs> reveal, too, because he takes him back to his apartment. He says he needs, like, help. He treats this whole thing like he's moving a, a coffee table. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, like, a couch or something. Yep. Any piece of furniture, really, uh, that needs two people. And the way that they do that reveal, like yeah. you see this big thing, like this huge table, I think, if I remember correctly. There was then, a, it was an adorable table. It's like this teal, like something an ant would have in their kitchen. Because yep. I, upon rewatching it, I laughed at the table again, going, I can't <laughs> believe he has that table. And then Jesse comes in horrified, and I'm like, is it the table? Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> it's the housekeeper. He murdered the housekeeper, but he's sitting there holding this conversation, standing next to this delightful country table. <laughs> And they're talking about soup. <laughs> That's a perfect Todd moment as well, because when Jesse does have that reaction, Todd gets this look on his face of just like, oh, I knew we were moving the body, but I wasn't expecting you to react this yeah. way. You know? What's the problem? Yeah. You haven't seen a dead body in a kitchen before? <laughs> it's like, what did you think we were we doing? Did, did I not mention? Uh, oh, oh, oh that's all me. That's the problem, right? Yeah. Breakdown of communication. <laughs> <laughs> Won't happen again, I promise. And then they're rolling her up, and he goes, oh, wait a minute. Hold on a sec. Yep, yep, back it out. <laughs> and he takes the, his belt off her, from around her neck. He's like, yeah, I'm going to need this. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> puts oh the belt on. And he stands yeah. there and puts so, it like, It's very it's practical. So, 
Why should I buy it? So nonchalant. It's such a brutal moment, but it's so funny. It is. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, And he he definitely killed her because she saw the money or something, right? Yes. Where was the money that she saw? Because when we find it, when we well, see it was in the in the book in the encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. that's what, yeah, okay, yeah. under M. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not even that's taking it. mental notes right now. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> and, and then he mentions later that he moved it. Hence Jesse's dilemma when he goes back to the apartment. Right, right, yes. right, right, right. Uh, how did you feel about the the? I mean, we're jumping around. I don't care. That's fine. Um, but the the money reveal of where it was. I I very I enjoyed that a lot too because that felt like a lot of like. Breaking Bad was always always had those little hints of like funniness and like mm-hmm. he's so distraught mm-hmm. and then banging his head on the door and you hear yeah. it mm-hmm. fall like yeah yeah, yeah that's like uh, when Walt finds the keys to the car yeah yeah um, yeah or Marty McFly yeah. yeah. makes the uh, time machine yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and I think what really sells it too is the amount of time they spend on the apartment sequence. Like they, they really dramatize just yeah. the desperation yeah. as mm-hmm. it gets more and more He's and more. Wallpaper down and yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 yeah, and he, he sleeps like in a closet or something mm-hmm. after watching the TV of his, his his parents basically wanting him to turn himself in. It's like it's really it's so sad. Basically, yeah. you're with him, but it's mm-hmm. so yeah. sad. Uh, so let's move over to the the I guess the villains. Of yeah. of the piece, Candy. So, how did you feel about him and his group as as villains? As vil, I mean, I I, I appreciated this that they're like I, I wouldn't even necessarily call them villains. They're more just like kind of antagonists and kind of more obstacles, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's very much just like uh, yeah, he draws a gun on Jesse during the apartment sequence, uh, and there's definitely some drama with that. But he's more just like you know, a, just a guy who wants you know his cut basically mm-hmm, yeah. and and Jesse's not really in a position to argue too much. Yeah. Um went I, to a Halloween store, got some FBI. Mm-hmm. Is that what they were supposed to be? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, FBI. Well, it said it said police <laughs> on it. It yeah. did, yeah. yeah. Army Navy yeah. Navy store, but I don't Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I want to shout out the actor, uh, Scott MacArthur was the mm-hmm. actor uh playing Candy basically. I thought he was like very nice and slimy, you know, but still like the kind of guy who like blend in and not mm-hmm. be like the kind of guy who like cops just be like, watch this guy, there's a yeah. look with him. Um, the only thing I didn't like about him is, and this is the one issue that I have with the movie, is I think the movie does such a good job of just being suspenseful and low-key that when it comes to whipping up a climax, I felt, I didn't think it was bad, but I just felt it was slightly unsatisfying because mm-hmm. there's a little bit in it of characters making choices that made me go like I'm not 100% sure why he did that mm-hmm. with Jesse no with uh, with Candy okay. basically I don't know why he agrees to right, have well, a shootout with yeah, I also don't I, I like Jesse wasn't really a guy who kills people anyway he no. killed yeah. Gail that's the name right yep. Yep. Um, only because Walt kind of pressured him into it and I like he and it he, destroys him it destroys yeah. him and I did like that little bit of it where I'm just like will, would Jesse really kill these two people like just to get the money or I, I don't know it seemed like that could have been yeah. a little and we never iffy. established that he's a good shot um, yeah like he yeah. shot Gail point blank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this turned into a justified and that, moment. And that was, <laughs> yeah. and with his offhand from yeah. his waist. From his pocket, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that whole scene seemed a little like, uh, it seemed like out of a movie. 
Yeah. In a bad way. <laughs> and then they and then they flag that because, you know, Breaking Bad has always been kind of just because of its setting and everything, it's it's kind of like this mix of, you know, like urban crime drama with like a very western feel right mm-hmm. but they literally have that moment where candy says just like fine we'll have a shootout and, and then and then and you're like okay i get it and then jesse says like oh like in the old west mm-hmm. you know i'm just like okay i get it yeah i, and then I get it and the undertaker comes down and starts measuring yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> that actor by the way is uh from the the wonderful HBO show, uh, The Righteous Gemstones. Oh. So where we, he plays a similar watch. character. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had just <laughs> oh, seen him, okay. I guess. Also that, a welder. Yeah. He's also He's a, a welder. welder. <laughs> and, With the surname. And the Andy. second fastest gun in the West. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, they discovered the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that was Jesse's, pretty much his get out, of, get out of getting killed free card, was saying, I know where the money is. Right. Yes. Uh, which was hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the door of the fridge, mm-hmm. uh, and so he starts taking his half out of it, and the guy says, uh, "Whoa, that's enough. Split three ways." So they they decide they're going. They're going to go. All right, we'll each take our cuts, and we'll we'll get out of here. Uh, and Jesse goes off, and that's when he that's when he recognizes who the yes. guy actually is. Then we get yeah. another, then we get another flashback of him. Doing the welding for the uh, the neo Nazis. Yep, that his kept him leash. suspended. His leash, yeah, mm. his reek leash. Uh, but Jesse needs more money because uh, yeah. he goes to uh, what's the guy's name? The disappearer, the uh, vacuum salesman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he needed a dust filder for his Hoover Ed, Max Ed Extract Pressure yeah. Pro Model sixty. Played and by he the could late, help him with that. The late great, the late great Robert Forster, yeah. who died the night this aired. Yes. Yeah. That was eerie. We watched it, and then, like, Ryan goes upstairs to the bathroom, and then he comes back, and I'm like, he's dead. Like, what? He's gone. He's gone. We just saw him. He's gone. And especially because he's so good in this movie. He only has two scenes, but god damn, is he good in it? And he's only, he is in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Just the once, right? Just the once, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he, from what I had read, uh, his name, like, he comes up. In discussion in Breaking Bad, yep. but he's only ever seen the once, right? Yeah, and right. we see his and we see his minivan. Uh, that looks a like a kidney bean. Pri- yeah. yeah, that looks like a kidney <laughs> bean. Prior so to his appearance, so it's yeah. like they they inch him along until he finally yeah. appears. Uh, so Jesse uh, is trying to get a new life, get a new ID, just get resituated, uh, get away from this mess, uh, and the cost. Well, first of all, in that interaction. Um, Ed is his name. Ed. Yeah. Ed is um, really testing, I guess. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't know what you're like. Just yeah. kind of playing. I'm just a businessman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he finally. What does Jesse do to push him? Well, to the point of like recognizing. He takes out all out. of the money yeah. and yeah. counts it up and goes, okay, "It's one hundred and twenty-five thousand right. dollars or whatever it was," yeah. Yeah. and says, "Here you go. I need to disappear." And then he says, oh, no, I need – this is from last time, and I yeah. need $125,000 yeah. more. And I love the way that it's this long, drawn-out scene, which ends with him but, – but but first, like, Jesse messes up, like, the code name. Like, he, the, yeah, he doesn't he, remember he what doesn't the remember code it. is. You're the guy. You're the guy. You're the, You're the, guy. the guy. And I love I the way that Robert guy. Forster plays it because, like, he doesn't do, like, a whole, like, a – I'm like I'm no longer the mask or anything like that. It's just he slowly icens, basically yeah. like mm-hmm. bit by bit. But it's so good to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the money that cinches it. Yeah. So he needs more money. 
uh, and uh, he doesn't quite have enough. No. Yeah. Uh, and he's got it all out. Um, he gives him that, but he's still short for the next. He's what, $1,800? $1,800 yeah. short. Yep. And, and then he even threatens to, uh, like, he's like, I'm not leaving until you do this. Yep. And then he's like, I'm going to call the cops. He's like, yeah. no, you're not. So he calls the cops and they show up. Because <laughs> he's like, you up. think 911 would not let you hang up. And then the cops yep. pull yep. up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that moment as a kind of like I don't know like I, 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 it, it, I, I, I don't know for some reason I really enjoyed that moment of like someone basically just going like um that's not what you did because that's not what happens in real life yeah. and that's just like no that's what he did basically yeah. Yeah. just the yeah. the 911 operator didn't follow protocol like yeah. you know you're yeah. calling, calling bluffs followed by calling calling bluffs uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. followed by the bluff being called <laughs> and, you, and this guy clearly he's yeah. been doing this yeah. for years like he's he's got his ass covered so yep. he's alright like and he knows that yep. which yep. is which is what's so great about this moment that he knows he's not going to get caught yeah you're not busting my operation yeah, you're fine. yeah. beautiful moment too basically when jesse bolts like yeah. what he says <laughs> like he just says take your money yeah. you know like which is so, yeah, yeah. it's so funny yeah. but it's like he's not a bad guy yeah. he doesn't want him to lose his money or take his money no. he's, he's standing his he's amount yeah. he's got a code and it's a high yeah. risk it's a high risk operation because he's all over the news right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. jesse yeah. uh those are moments like meeting that guy meeting lawson Beaver, Jim Beaver, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Beef. Uh, meeting him gives this show a very um, John Wick kind of yes. kind of feel, mm-hmm. like yes. meeting the criminal and the veterinarian. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. uh, it's all these little people yeah. that are interacting, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't suspect it. Mm-hmm. A vacuum repair guy, mm-hmm. and he clearly knows what he's. He's with the woman when they when Jesse first walks in. Like he does actually sell back and repair yeah. vacuums. Yeah, like, and, and knows a lot about them. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's always the most impressive yeah. part of a, of a cover like that. Yeah. So the the cops show up. He bolts out the door. Uh, I think he then deals with his parents, right? Um, to try and well, get, then he makes he the phone call parents. back to. Ed at the at the vacuum store and says, "Oh yeah, uh, if I can get that eighteen hundred, do we have a deal? Is your word? Is your word? Would you say is your word your bond? Is your word yeah. your bond?" Yeah. He says, "Yes." Okay, so we're still on. Right. And uh, then he goes. He calls his parents, right. tells them to meet him somewhere, mm-hmm. so that way he can all turn himself of, in. He, all yeah, and then all of the cops who are outside of his parents' house, aside from maybe, one, I think one car mm-hmm. left and followed them. That's such yeah. a neat shot too. I really yeah. enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Uh, and he goes in. I think it was just to get a gun. Yes, yes. to yeah. get the to get the guns. Yeah, you get the little gun and the bigger gun. Yeah, yeah. because we know that the money. The he knows where the money is, mm-hmm. um, which is the other um, two piles of it with those other two guys. Um, and I guess he knows where they are because of the the business. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he can pull it up in the yellow pages. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, and we have that shootout that we've already talked about. He gets his money. We did have a scene with uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Herman Trout. Very um, first scene. Uh, Mike Herman Trout, Jonathan Banks. What was the the gist of that conversation? So I think chronologically this happens somewhere around <clears throat> the end of season five, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I had to look it up, basically, because I was like, uh, when is this, basically? Least, yeah, when but, they're doing their yeah. drops. Yeah, when they're yeah. doing their drops, yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it's, it's right around when Jesse and Walt, you know, they're 
their their big score is basically mm-hmm. you know solidified at this point. Yeah. Because um, they they start talking about like what are you going to be doing with all this money and everything, and that's when the idea of Alaska comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, when the very first scene of a movie he talks about a person goes just like I'm going to go to Alaska. I'm always just like oh I think I know where the last scene of this movie is going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know Jesse's talking about you know like you're kind of uh, starting over and starting fresh. Starting fresh is like a a. a, a, a Keyword that kind of uh, key series of words that kind of goes throughout this movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jesse kind of murmurs something about uh, put things right, and then that's when Mike says, "No, that's the one thing you can never do," yeah. which is just kind Nothing of will ch- ever be quite right. Yeah, it's, it's it's chilling because when it comes out of Mike's mouth, you're just like, "This guy knows what he's talking yeah. about." Yeah, and that's also where Mike dies. Yeah, is right along the river there. Yep. So I thought that was kind of. Uh, is Mike at this point the only character that's hit Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul? Am I missing so. somebody? Big? I think so far, yeah. I think so. Yes. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, uh, I I will confess I was reading an article the other night, basically about like here's some cameos that you might have missed, and some of them were like. I, I can't even remember them. So this is a great podcasting guy. Sorry. Um, you read something so, that you don't I, remember. I, I read something. I didn't remember it. Um, Samuel Jackson played a stormtrooper. Some of them were very, very Why? minor roles. We're like, remember this guy from Breaking Bad? I'm like, no, I don't. Um, he walked by in the grocery store that time. What? No. But there is there, there is one crossover moment, and I apologize because I can't remember character names or actor names. So I do apologize. I will only mention well, their titles. Can help you out. Their titles. No, it's Can the, um, sketch it's artist the in here? press conference that uh, Skinny Pete and Badger are watching at the beginning of the episode because apparently it features an ADA from Better Call Saul and an ADA from Oh. Okay. Cool. Okay. Hmm. So to answer your question, still no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we had um, the Mike deal there, so that sets him up to go to Alaska. Um, so we have Alaska for Breaking Bad, Nebraska. Yeah. For oh. 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 how many Askas? Yeah. States to are say there? nothing. Yeah. To say nothing of Belize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we have Walt. Yeah, do see have a scene with Walt, Mm -hmm. Um, and that seemed pretty early. That was season two, and that was right after. uh, It's four days out that that episode where they are stuck in the desert. Mm -hmm. They were going for that long cook, and then the he uh, yeah he like uh, leaves the the key turned so the battery dies, Mm -hmm. and the and the arm didn't make the noise. Yeah, (laughs) so um, they. You, you you see you get to see Jesse kind of happy with on the phone with Jane and then them going to the diner. I will say as for my little color uh, comments, color commentary. I his, that was not Jesse's coloring at the time because mm. he was more he wasn't fully like he's just wearing a white shirt and a, a black beanie with a white stripe and a black sweatshirt and at that time he was doing more reds and yellows Mm. like walt was right because he was doing the pink thing for the bear Mm -hmm. but yeah so that was my my one thing where i was like his shirt's not right what he wouldn't have worn a white shirt then (laughs) (laughs) turn this off (laughs) someone got fired (laughs) i would have never done that kind of costuming mistake with sloppy work man who directed this movie mr finn skilligan whoever that is never work in this town again (laughs) and what was the what was the substance of that conversation. It was a hotel lobby or something? Uh, uh, or a, it was uh, a diner. It was, it's, it's, a, it's a hotel, and then they cut to a diner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, uh, it was lo- well. It was largely fan service. I don't know if you was. saw the first series, but uh, Walt and Jesse are the two biggest characters, <laughs> so fans wanted to see them together. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't. I Spoiler. think you could do it without a wall. Spoiler alert. Flashback. Uh, but the most important part of that scene was uh, Walt saying to Jesse, uh, "You're lucky. You got to do. You get to do something special while you still have time to enjoy it." Mm. As if yeah. this is special, yeah, because that you blew up his life yeah. and destroyed everything. <laughs> I, I have yeah, a just you talking about money. Yeah. You're lucky you didn't have to wait your entire life to do something special. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Which is like such a sad line. Yeah. Like, so and the, it's sad for Walt, and it's sad for Jesse on where yeah. he ends up. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah. this isn't special. Nothing, none of, nothing about this is special. Well, yeah. Maybe Alaska yeah. might be. Maybe Alaska but. might be. Uh, in the Breaking Bad timeline, uh, this is, you said, around season two? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely pre-Gus Fring. Pre-Gus. Pink it, Bear season. What's that? It's the, it's the, air, yeah, the, air, the airplane crash season. Is that, that's at the yeah. end. So mm-hmm. this, I, I believe, was the, before the Combo, but at? while he was dating Jane. Okay. Yeah. Because I think he, that, he started using after Combo died. So I think it was even before Combo died. And uh, and he but had just not... met Jane, and he's okay. he was in a relationship with Jane because I I do remember he had to cancel his plans to go to the uh, O'Keefe Museum in Santa Fe yeah. with her okay. to go do this because gotcha. Walt said he had to because otherwise the, the the chemical would expire. I believe he said that the big drum that they got uh, expiration dates yeah. are suggestion. <laughs> um, that that was the main question I was I was trying to resolve in my head is where the Jane issue was with this thing because for me that would change Walt a little bit within this scene yeah um, Jane was place. still alive and I, I think that was before they had both started using cool. yeah so it's, it's, and it's it's definitely before Walt interacts with Jane in any way yeah. okay so, yeah. oh because I think he only interacts with her when she, she, they start using towards, she yeah. tries to get the money towards the end yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bouncing around again it did as far as when he was dealing with the the parents um we didn't have too much interaction with them in Breaking Bad, right? So uh, other than, yeah, here and there, and it's always yeah. like, you, uh, get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah get yourself right, together. Right. Um, so we're selling your aunt's house. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad at you, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, so, your brother's the best. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Uh, who is so in this Europe, apparently, right? Wasn't like that a throwaway Paris, line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He went to Paris, yeah, yeah. Or he's trip. older. Oh, yeah. He's much older, mm-hmm. and we didn't want to find care to find another actor that looked like him. Soft screen. He's gone. Uh, but this felt like more of a, like he, it seemed like he was more honest. He wasn't just playing them to get them out of the house. Uh, but it did feel like a little bit more honest about, um, some of the things that mm-hmm. he was, that sure. he was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was definitely closure for him because he knew he's never going to talk to them ever again. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all hope, fingers crossed, hopefully he'll never, if everything goes right, I'll never talk to them ever again. Yeah. yeah. Odds are good. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I wanted to jump back to like the Walt scene for just a second because uh, I feel like yeah. one of the things I really liked about this movie a lot was just the, the the fact that we've mentioned this earlier, like when we talked about Better Call Saul, about um, uh, you know how much this show kind of recontextualizes Breaking Bad, and I feel like that's what this movie is trying to do as well, and just mm-hmm. kind of sandwich Breaking Bad. Um, and I'm, I'm 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 very curious, you know, what kind of uh, inspired them to make this movie aside from just like, oh, Breaking Bad's popular, like, let's do it. I, I don't think that's the case. I feel like the people who made this movie, they wanted to do something more than just like cash in, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what it all comes down to is that, um, you know, 
ever since Breaking Bad ended and it kind of got this reputation of like this is the best show that's you know ever been which is pretty much true but um there's been a lot there there are a lot of people who you know we talked about this before you know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of people who like really take to Walt in a way that like the people who may even made the show even at the time and I'm sure this has only grown in the the years since have been like that's not what we intended with this character at all you know he's the bad guy right the bad guy right you know like and and it's funny. I think when the show first started, Vince Gilligan's whole pitch for the show was basically, "Oh, it's uh, it's Mr. Chips, but he come, becomes Scarface at the end." Basically, yes. that, was, that, was, that was the elevator pitch for Breaking Bad. And it was just like, and just like Scarface, there's a lot of people who are basically just like, "Oh, I love this movie. He's a hero." It's like you know he's not. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. a terrible person. He's a very bad person. That, that always annoys me uh, when writers or creators of any kind put something like this out there. Uh, and the focus is their perspective and how they deal with things and them fighting through different different obstacles, regardless of what that obstacle is, I feel like it's only natural for the viewer to root for that person. Uh, and uh, like the anti-hero, which, yeah. which Walt has, had become. Sure. Uh, so a show like that, a show like Dexter, um, even that Netflix show You... If you watch, um, it's it's about a stalker. Uh, it's basically Dexter, mm. but he's a he's he just wants somebody to love. Uh, <laughs> don't we all? The one lady uh, at work keeps asking if I've seen it yet, and I haven't. It is it is it is bonkers. Okay. It is it is off the walls, insane from episode to episode. But it is very engaging. Okay. Um, it, I do recommend it for the experience of just watching how like fucked up. Things get, um, uh, yeah. I won't. It, this is not the U cast, um, but it it just annoys me when writers or creators are like, you know, I don't understand why you're why you're why you like this person, why you're rooting for them. Well, I mean, I, that's me putting words in their mouth. I, I, no, I, I feel I've like, heard their words from their mouths. Okay. Um, well, I feel like. I feel like a, one of, a lot of that happened when the whole uh, backlash to Skyler, basically. So where where mm. where it's it's not enough that Walt sure. has to be propped up as basically a heroic character when he's more of an antihero. It's more just like and that bitch Skyler. Was yeah, she like, won't let him do yeah. what he wants, and he just wants to make meth and kill people. Right. And she's got a problem with that. Yeah. So you could reconsider <laughs> that. I can I can understand. <laughs> so you could rewrite what I just said as more just like you know he's not the, and and more just like. You know she's actually the person you would want to be between right. the two of them, right? She's the you know, voice like, of reason yes. right, right now. Right. She, that I 100% right. agree with and understand. <laughs> I, I, I hear what you're saying, especially because that's the that's the incredible thing about fiction, where it, it allows you to align yourself with viewpoints that you might not agree with at all, uh-huh. at, at all, at all. You know, and that's and that's that's where. And and I'm not trying to suggest that the show was dangerous or anything like that, but. It's not creating serial killers. It's not creating serial killers. Uh, yeah, yeah, tell yeah. that to somebody in the Republican <laughs> Party, because I'm sure that uh, at one point, while the show was on the air, that people were talking uh, <laughs> and saying exactly that. We just lost a handful of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Um, um, but no, but, uh, but what, what I do feel is that I feel like this is a movie that's very much about people reckoning with the past of Breaking Bad and like kind of trying to reorganize it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, Walt got his moment in the finale. Basically, he kind of goes out with in an, in kind of a blaze of glory kind of way. Um, and not, not in a way that not even the show, I think, makes it heroic, but it does make it kind of like. 
he re- boom he no. redeemed himself a little yeah. bit a little from bit yeah the awfulness that he had done yeah but also i feel like this satisfied that sort of itch that there were no winners in breaking bad and then yeah. jesse got the win in this he got exactly. a win finally like something and he's the one who deserved the win yeah i think is what the movie is saying because when we cut back to this when we do have the waltz scene like the only thing that could go through my mind like during the waltz scene is is like Jesse has this great moment where he just says, "Don't worry, your family will be yeah. worked out," which, which, which is nice because it, it creates nuance there. To, but at the same time, Walt has this moment where he forgot that like Jesse uh, graduated high school, even though yeah. he was on the stage. <laughs> yeah, I and, forgot about that. Yeah, like he's so self-centered <laughs> he's and doesn't so, even realize. And I, I feel like it's, and he's painted this picture of, of Jesse who as Jesse God, is, and I feel like so that's. Smug and condescending, yeah. and like that was kind of Walt throughout the whole show. And like, yes, we empathized with him, but it takes this movie to just feel like. What a pathetic kind of guy, yeah. you know? Like, like what he a, thinks yeah. he's so much better than him. And I, I just think I, that's what I, I think I liked about the character development in Breaking Bad was, like, on paper, Jesse is just a fucking scumbag. And yeah. on paper, Walt is this great citizen of society. And then you're like, oh, wait, no. Like, Jesse is a good human being, and Walt is a piece of shit. So, like... He was just smelling, like, selling pot before, wasn't he? Well, he was he got making into, some well, he, meth, yeah, he but... Was, he was Captain Cook. Cap, Captain Cook. But he wasn't oh, yeah. hurting anyone. Right, And he right. had no intention of hurting anyone. He was just going to be a low-level, just, guy who makes meth for people who want meth. Like... Mm-hmm. i got to rewatch Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. Yeah? yeah I well, most of it's it. spoiled for me now. <laughs> uh, um, no, I turns out you've never seen an episode. <laughs> I, I feel like this movie is very much about them deciding we need to put a period at the end of the sentence and we need to like we need to solidify Jesse's redemption especially because she was kind of he, he was kind of the only person on the show who kind of deserved one you know and we left him hanging you know and uh, and and I appreciate that and I like the yeah. fact that it does kind of just like Better Call Saul has like the more scenes we get on Better Call Saul especially with Mike and everything it's just like it sucks that like a punk like Walt like brought this guy down. Yeah, and, you know, like and it, it just it just like more often than not like Breaking Bad gets recontextualized as a story who like tumbles backward basically into like this huge thing, just stumbles around not knowing what he's doing, and then innocent people pay the price for it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. that's essentially the story of Walt. Yeah, checks out. He's a destroyer, mm-hmm. yes. a destroyer of worlds, the scourge of Moldavia. <laughs> uh, when I was it the scourge of Carpathia, the, the sorrow of Moldavia. Moldavia. <laughs> I sat on a throne of blood. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters coming out again soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we were mentioning the cameos before too. Uh, I like how they decide sometimes to like a mention is enough, basically. Uh, whereas uh, we get uh, a, Lydia ca- a Lydia cameo yeah. on the news in the sense that like mm-hmm. her name is mentioned. It's yeah. just like, yep, she's dead too. She's magical, right? Magical. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She was um, the one who got Stevie Gad. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I, I when I put this in an email, but our Stone Cold Locks, our predictions episode, is brought to you. By Madrigal. Uh, <laughs> got a couple Easter eggs I kind of wanted to just talk about real quick. Sure. Because they're that? super nerdy. Uh, one is uh, an amazing piece of uh, set decor that I actually absolutely adored. And it was put there for nobody but people like me. Um, 
is that uh, there's an episode of Breaking Bad where uh, uh, Skinny Pete and Badger have like a whole riff on like Star Trek mm-hmm. at one point, basically, and uh, I forget when that happened, but it's clear that the show basically painted them as like they're huge like Star Trek people, right? Um, so, uh, and maybe this was in there before, in their in their home, you know, when, when we saw them before, basically, and it's just on HD. I was like, oh, I never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed in, in their scene together, especially in the morning scene, basically, they have a model like Starship Enterprise, like on one of their bookshelves. Um, but the thing that I really, really enjoyed was that not just the Enterprise, but next to them, there is a huge, like lined up shelving unit of old Columbia House Star Trek The Next Generation videotape. Yeah. <laughs> with the silver clamshell boxes oh, yeah. and everything, the ones I, I wanted as that. a kid. And I was just like, oh my God, that detail was put in there just because it's so. It's it's not focused on at all. Basically, it's just a blur in the background. That's you would have to fine. know what that is, but I know what that <laughs> is. I also very much enjoyed they had their TV on an old tube television that was in one of yeah. those wooden things. Yeah. Where I was like, they just put the new TV stand. on top of their TV, old TV. <laughs> that's <laughs> like that's it. That is. 100% America. Jeff That's Foxworthy. America. 100%. 100%. <laughs> if, if you ever put your working TV on top Stop of you. your broken TV, <laughs> you might be a skinny peak. <laughs> um... Also, I really enjoyed, too, that um, when when Jesse comes to the house, basically, and he's famished, and he's eating whatever they have, I really enjoyed the fact that we see later on the table, he's eating, like, a bunch of ramen noodles, mm-hmm. and they also have, like, old boxes of Pringles and Kraft Singles, <laughs> yeah. and, and that just made me go, yep, that's exactly that's what Skinny Pete and Badger have in the that's fridge and in the cabinet, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much my cabinets. Um... um one more Easter egg, actually, by the way, um, is that uh, there's a scene in the movie. It's when they're in the car ride with Todd, uh, Jesse is, uh, that it uh, centers on a street sign intersection of Holly Avenue and Arrows Road. And I was like, that's got to be significant. That's got to be something, basically. And obviously, Holly is the mm-hmm. name of uh, Walt's daughter. Um, and I was just like, but what does Arrows mean? So Arrows is Spanish for rice. So that's Holly and rice. Holly Rice is the name of Vince Gilligan's partner. Mm. All right. Hey, that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what's in that cigarette? Uh, ricin. Yeah. It's a little stretch, but still. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have, I don't think we've gotten to Alaska yet. Are we we haven't gotten to Alaska right. yet. I don't know if we're waiting to do that. Hmm. Um, but we still got to do that before we no, close up It's pure negligence. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you remembered that we ended that up. That he in actually Alaska. goes to Alaska. He goes to Alaska. What? Uh, yeah, let's go to Alaska. All right. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's no. a flashback. The last frontier. The last flashback of the movie is uh, him on the road to Santa Fe to see the George O'Keefe yes, exhibit I think so. with, He's Jane, with Jane. Right? Yeah. And they they're pulled over on the side of the road chit chatting. Yeah. No, I can't remember what the conversation was. She she has a line where I think they're talking about uh, going where the universe takes you, mm-hmm. and she basically just says, "No, that's nonsense." Like that that's re- like yeah, he, she, she's been doing that, and it's 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 bullshit. Yeah, he says some kind of line where he's just like, "You said this thing once about like, going where the universe takes you," and like, and that's so deep. And she's basically just like, "No, that's that that's bullshit." Actually, yeah. you know what? No, I'm out of that. Like right now, like I want to go where I take me. You know, yeah. uh, and that's that's the moment we end on with with her and and with Jesse. Hmm. Um, and the the next time we see him, he's in a black and white uh, screen 
working on a Dippin' Dots in, a, uh, in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. So, so I have a question about this actually. Um, uh, you, the 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 black and white sequences in Better Call Saul basically. We uh, can someone refresh my memory. We have never been told exactly when they take place. Right, They're like after. Well, no, they are. They are after, but like we how, don't long, know how after? long after? Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. No. Do, do they happen like during uh, Walt's exile in the second to last episode, where he spends months in Colorado or Montana or somewhere? Oh. They could because you know uh, because Saul was right there with him. Basically, they just went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't um, think there's been any clues to establish a time. But he's yeah. still paranoid because he yes. was in that cab and he, he thought that the guy recognized him. Mm-hmm. So probably, so maybe pretty soon after, but, but so my, my point being like, we don't know where that's, those scenes take place in connection to this Jesse scene Maybe yeah. before it could be after. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So this might be the last chronological moment we have in this universe so far, mm-hmm. so far we, or it might not be, we don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Right. But. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing we do know, which we haven't talked about on this podcast, uh, since we haven't done it for like two years, um, is that we have season four coming up, uh, and then they're, five. they are confirmed we're, or that we're going into five. Yeah. Is this the final season? I thought six, six is the final. Season. Okay. I'm, I'm, then I'm, yeah, either way we got this season coming up mm-hmm. and then, and then one there's more one season. more and that's, and then that's it. I love it. I love that they're doing that. And and like shows, I like yeah. shows yeah. ending themselves because yeah. oh, sure. then they can they can do it the way they want. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and I completely trust this crew, especially knowing that they're working toward yeah. an end mm-hmm. to knock it yeah. out of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any stray thoughts? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't have anything. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Alaska. Oh, obsession's the bomb, yo. <laughs> uh, let me ask this question. Uh, I'll ask this. Uh, what? So we have this kind of um, uh, loose ends kind of thing tying up uh, for for Jesse. Mm-hmm. Are there any other characters in the Breaking Bad world where you'd want to see that kind of thing, or even its own Better Call Saul like spinoff? I don't know if I'd want to necessarily see a spinoff, but I wouldn't like I I am curious about like Marie and 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 Skylar, but I mean I don't I don't know if I need to see it. She, Marie's probably a klepto again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, pick, they just picked that thread back. Yeah. <laughs> and Skylar selling well, stuff on eBay again. You know, we we mentioned about the cameos too, and like one, that's one of the things I, I really enjoyed about this movie that this movie didn't take it upon itself to just be like, you know what, we should bring everybody back. We yeah. should have a scene where Jesse runs into Skylar mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. some reason, and they have yeah. nothing to say. I'm just like. No, like that. Yeah, no, nobody wants goodness. that. No, yeah. that'd be dumb. Yeah. They did a very good job with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I, I bet Marie will uh, marry another uh, law, law enforcement. enforcement. Wow, wow. for sure. Wow, okay. for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but to answer your question, I think Kim Wexler. Depending on how the next two seasons go, uh, I I have a feeling I'm going to want to know more about wherever Kim Wexler where she ends up. Ends up. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to be afraid to know what happens to Kim Wexler. Yeah. We'll see. She uh, could just cut we'll him see. out of her life. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm have banking you, on that. <laughs> have you three been following the casting news and who's appearing in the coming season? No. Oh, really. I did I did hear one bit. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm uh, gonna. 
No, no, I, I don't want to spoil anything. This, this he knows. Oh. Yeah, this, this I know. <laughs> this, <laughs> it's coming. I know the future. I don't pay attention to the past. I'm looking forward, not backwards. Uh, so Bob Odenkirk is playing Saul. <laughs> no! Yeah, it's very from Mr. Show? Yeah. He's reprising his role. <laughs> Apropos uh, of nothing, by the way, I just wanted to say, because the Oscars are on Sunday, uh, Bob Odenkirk is in Little Women as uh, yes. the girl's dad. Yeah. Oh, is he really? He is. Yeah. And he only shows up about three quarters of the way through the movie, and this movie that really 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 had me and I loved I thought it was a great movie I really enjoyed it it was completely out of place it feels completely out of place especially at one point when he goes oh my little women (laughs) and then for three seconds it literally turns into a Mr. Show sketch it's crazy and then the the camera frame blackout circles yeah it's hard on his nose (laughs) and then by the way, this might sound like I'm saying, like, oh, you must have hated that moment of Little Women. No, not really. No, yeah, I just loved it there. for a different reason. Yes. Yeah. I, I love seeing him, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but it did, it did feel weird. It did feel weird. Um, yeah, especially with his mutton chops. Yeah. It was odd. Yeah. Uh, I just saw him in something else, too, recently. I can't remember what it was, but I, I love that he's getting getting other work. First season of Fargo. He's not, mm, yeah, but he's not been nominated for this yet, right? Yep. No. Okay, come on, Emmys. Globes, no. what are you doing? Get off your asses. Yeah. Uh, award shows are just marketing. Yeah, it's true. Just marketing mm-hmm. tools. Yeah. True. Oh, we never got to the casting. What was it? Uh, I didn't want. I didn't. Oh, want to do we not want to know? Maybe we don't want to know. I don't know. Do you want to know? I mean, <sighs> now I feel a lot of pressure. Like I want to know, but I also so is it somebody know? we already I, I know? Like if we don't say something. We're gonna have to cut this whole sequence out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, <I'm> like, oh <laughs> no, we already no, stopped no, recording. We already stopped. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is never being released. Just practice to get back into the show. Yeah. Uh, I it's like they never said it what the hell I will post it far in the episode notes okay so as to avoid spoiling anything for anybody that doesn't want to know now we've said the word spoiler enough that at this point you can go ahead and uh, you're, you're is he saying, he's saying he's not going to spoil it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, All right, yeah, then yeah. cool. You can do this uh, off air. Because mm-hmm. uh, I would hate if I was listening to this and oh, it's and like, oh, you're... fuck. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's just do some winners and losers for El Camino. I mean, is anyone not going to say Jesse's the winner? Because I feel like Jesse is a huge winner here. I was going to make a half joke and say Alaska's the winner. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they, yeah. yeah. they get Jesse now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All of Alaska. Also, Ed Galbraith is the winner because yeah. he 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 recoups his costs from the last yeah. aborted yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse pickup because yep. that that's part of his stipulation that yeah. he owes him for two pickups, not one. Yeah, that's um, what I was say. And he only had to do really the the major work for one job, yep. so yep. he really so that that is pure yeah. profit. And, and all he did is lose yeah. gas on that one trip. Yep. And the late great Robert Forster went out with a good yeah. one. Yes, he did. For a guy that has so many so bad many. movies, <laughs> he went out on a good one. Mm-hmm. 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 Losers, who do we got? I'm going to say the guy who restocks the um, vending machine at Candy's because he's going to go in the next day and yeah. find a dead body. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, somebody's yeah. got to find a dead body. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole thing exploded. Oh, right. Because but still, that guy's losing because... That was his vending machine, yeah. and now yeah, he's not going to make any money, and any money that was in there is gone, and that's the product's true. gone. That's true. That, that guy's a real big yep. loser. That guy yeah. boomed. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of dead bodies, my loser, the housekeeper. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep, yep, that's yep. better than mine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Jesse's parents. Oh, yeah. Mm. I feel like just being disappointed yeah. so hard one last time. Yeah, they kind of duped. 
wreck them. And a gun stolen. Yeah. Two, Two guns, guns stolen. Guns, guns stolen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael? Um, losers. Uh, you know, like the rest of the guys that worked for Candy that got away, basically. Oh, wait, don't they blow up the... No, he took their um, licenses. He took their licenses. He took their licenses. says, now I know where you live. Doesn't he blow up the welding? He blows up the welding thing, so they have no jobs. Yeah, they have no jobs Mm, now. Unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. If that's where they were. They could have just been um, buddies. Um, But then they lost two friends. They they did. They did. (laughs) Andy and Mustache. I don't know if he Candy and Mustache. Candy and Mustache. Uh, They're cops. If I could just jump back to winners real quick. Those prostitutes. I was going to mention prostitutes. The prostitutes and their bouncer guy. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they really made out by an, a generous did. Jesse letting them mm-hmm. waiting till they were done performing their duties. Yeah. Uh, because services. he's not a bad guy. I it's really enjoyed. Yeah, someone. exactly. Yeah. For I no really, reason. I really enjoyed that moment that Jesse does wait, just be like, "No, I'm not gonna." And 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 he's playing with a bug, because like, yeah. <laughs> he just wouldn't even harm a bug. Um, and I also really enjoyed too that when the prostitutes leave, the camera lingers on them just for a moment as Jesse's getting ready, just so like they can just be like. Uh, like thank it like there's some yeah. like wild. I'm lines never coming like, back to this piece. Yeah, of just, yeah, yeah, exactly. This, yeah, this shithole. Um, I really enjoy like at a moment like that when it's basically it's just like oh yeah, these people have interior lives basically. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah. Th- yeah, like they did not enjoy what just happened. Yeah. You know, like it's they, all in a day's work. Yeah, all in a day's work. Exactly. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I would say I got two more big winners and losers. Okay. Across the board, winners. Uh, Breaking Bad fans mm-hmm. forgetting for sure. yeah. forgetting this yeah. because there's so many shows that end. That sometimes with with no actual ending, they get uh, cut, and then that's that's it, and there's no real resolution to it. I'm thinking of things like Carnival, yeah. Deadwood mm-hmm. before yeah. this year yeah. or last yeah. year. Uh, so I think we, as Bring Bad fans, are winners for that. Um, or a moment when they didn't stick the landing, and I'm not thinking yeah. of any particular <laughs> show for here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also uh, on the flip side, losers, uh, fans of Breaking Bad. Um, because this is probably the last we're going to get. I mean, yeah. uh, within within that world, mm-hmm. uh, within that particular set of uh, of people, mm-hmm. um, with uh, Better Call Saul, we may see some uh, some things pop up. But as far as Breaking Bad world goes, mm-hmm. that's all we got left. Get choked up. <laughs> uh, okay, quick round of plugs. What do we have coming up? What are we working on? Social medias? Anything you got? I'm working on getting my social media together and having something to plug. So stay tuned on that. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Secret Pants Sam. I will also be uh, at Quizobol on February 29th doing something. I'm not sure what. <laughs> Surprise! We'll all find out. Uh-huh. Find yeah. out, I love. And I'll have to figure out what you're doing uh, for Quizable. <laughs> I will also, uh, I won't be there, but my dear friend, fastball pitcher Bob Gutierrez will be co-hosting Legend. along with Johnny Good Times. It is February 29th, Quizable 11 at Underground Arts in Philadelphia. I don't know how much it costs, but, you know, it's Quizable, so go do it. I will link those things in the notes section uh, just above the spoiler. Uh, this is Mike. You can follow me on Twitter 
Instagram. You can follow me on all the things, at Mike Marbeck. Uh, and you can follow Watercooler, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, watercooler.com, where this podcast goes, as well as the other podcasts we do. We mentioned uh, the Deadwood podcast, Canned Peaches. Uh, we have Eavesdropping, which covers Killing Eve. Uh, and Stargrave Mad, which covers Game of Thrones. Uh, we still have to wrap up that series. Uh, speaking of not sticking a landing. <laughs> um, Why, whatever do you mean? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so there's that. Uh, as far as shows go, uh, you, this is theater week in Philadelphia. Uh, so there's a plenty, there's, there's a ton of things to see. Uh, for my own things, there's not yet rated an improvised romantic comedy, uh, which is coming up next week, February 12th through uh, 15th, and also the 6th anniversary of Study Hall uh, on February Sunday, February 9th. Uh, and that is a show that mixes educational uh, uh, things and improv. So college lectures and improv. It's a super fun show. been going for six years. If you're in the Philly area, check out any of those things uh, that have been mentioned. And as I said, they will be linked in the episode notes of this podcast. Uh, it's good to be back. And we are going to have some more episodes in the next several weeks. And, of course, once uh, the new season of Better Call Saul begins. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Michael. And thank you all for listening. You better call Saul. You best call now, you hear?